Hey everyone, what's up? This is uh, Bloody Frights with Carlos Monster and Jess the Ghoul was cracking. <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, The Shining. And I've seen a lot of posts recently about The Shining just because they go... We're all doing the quarantine stuff right now. And there's a lot of people that are saying they're going to go in with their family and not come out for like, I don't know, months. And shit's getting out of hand. So, I mean, that's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, if you haven't seen this movie, there will be spoilers. Um, also, this movie came out in 1980. So, if you haven't seen it, I mean, come And come also, on. there's going to be spoilers if for, from the book. I'm going to compare it from the book. So, you ha- if you haven't read the book. I haven't read the book. Well, do you want to know? You always ask me. You always no. ask me, like, oh, just tell me. Just tell me what happened. I don't so, I'm know. just going to. Okay, so then you don't want me to tell you? You're going to read it? On your own? No, I'm not going to read it. Just whatever. It's fine. Okay. So, yeah, because I wanted to compare the two of them. I mean, I'm not done, fully done. I'm like in the... I need like... First page? No. <laughs> but I just need like a couple of pages more to finish it. Uh, so, anyways, the movie is uh, The Shining. It's by uh, Stanley Kubrick with Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall. I'm sure everybody knows who Jack Nicholson is. And if you don't know who Shelley Duvall is, you're not alone. I barely even know who she is. <laughs> Wait, who is that? Olive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I only know that because you told me. Olive from yeah. Popeye? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shelley Duvall. Um, she's, uh, if you've seen the live action Popeye with Robin Williams, she's he, she's the, the chick. Which she's not that good looking. She's weird she's looking. No. She's weird looking. And I feel like... They could have made her how they described her in the books, at least. Oh, here we go with the books. In the yeah, book, she was a blonde. She was, like, nicely kept. And she was, like, you know, she okay, but, was good looking. And then here you go. The Probably Stephen King, probably why he didn't like it was the idea is that they... Because The Shining was one of Stephen King's, like... He was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is trash. Like, this okay, is hold not... hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get back to the, the characters. Okay. <laughs> Um, I actually liked her role. I feel like because the way that the movie is, you she know, was so fucking dumb. Oh my she God. was like, oh, 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 Danny. That is <laughs> she was just like, yeah, okay, but like suppo- a dumbass. Like, come on, dude. Empath- okay, we're not gonna get this. We're really like a few minutes, and we're not gonna start arguing <laughs> over this. Okay, let, let me say this. I just think she was dumb. She was good at the role she played. I think she was supposed to play a, a person who was just. Caring yet weak, and that's what she was. Well, I don't want to say weak, but more. Uh, she was stupid. No, she because wasn't. even when they go, even when she, Jenny has an episode and she calls the doctor, right? And the doctor is telling her, like, what you know, has there been any signs of like Danny being different? What has happened? And then when she explains that Jack, you know, like took his shoulder out of place, she's like all smiling and she's like. Yeah, but you know, it's one of those things that happens. It's normal, you know? She has her cigarette fucking, like, that needs to be put out. And she's just, like, standing, like, sitting there. like. I, I think in the context of the movie, <clears throat> she played off of Jack Nicholson's character. Just, I thought, really, really well. Like, the scenes when they were together, I thought it was just perfect. I believed, I, I, I believed him and I believed her as, real, as if it was real. That's, well, how yeah. I thought, that's how good I thought they were together. And if they would have got a, a different girl, a prettier girl, I wouldn't have liked it. Because Jack's not that good looking either. <laughs> or what? What are you saying? 
He's can't not get, good you looking. can't get a, good, a pretty girl. Uh, well, nowadays you see all these ugly ass guys with Apple, fucking. Uh, you're one of them. I'm kidding. <laughs> joking. <laughs> joking. So what are you saying? I'm not. Yeah, I'm good looking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Anyways, so um, those are the characters, and and then there's the boy, uh, the son, Danny. Oh yeah, I didn't. Lo- I mean, really. I feel like. I feel like after you, okay, because I've seen this movie before, but I feel like after you read the book and then you see the movie again, you're like, what the fuck? Danny was not like that. Like, I feel like Danny in the movie, he was so quiet. Like, he wouldn't really talk. You didn't get much out of Danny. You didn't. Hold on. We're reviewing the movie. We're not comparing the books yet. You can compare the books. I'm just saying, he didn't talk much. He didn't. And even when he would see like little things, like little episodes and stuff like that, he, he wouldn't really show you. And I feel like there wasn't much that that you really gave off of him. Okay, okay, well, hold on a second. Check this out. Did you know that that was his first role? First I don't role. give a shit, dude. Okay, There's but, a uh, bunch of kids also, that also, like. Also, I thought I thought he played that role pretty good. I mean, yeah. I feel sympathy for the boy. Uh, I mean, when he would have those scenes where he would just be screaming, like I. I feel Nothing like, would come out when he would see like those flashbacks of like the door or like even the first one. I believed he was scared. Yeah. You know, you see a bunch of child actors in their garbage, but this kid, I, I believed it. Yeah. No, I'm he not. I'm not saying. I'm not role. saying that he was a bad actor. I'm saying we didn't get much out of him. Okay. We didn't get much out of like on, what he saw. Let's go into order of the movie. Okay. Okay. So uh, it starts off with. Uh, that that music oh the 1920s kind of no, it music doesn't. it starts off with that like dark oh and you... that's one of the things too i feel like the movie is a good movie the, the score right the music but the music is what makes it scarier yeah. and it's what keeps you more at like a like a edge like fuck like it doesn't sound it seems like dark. such a simple tone you know just a couple notes and it's just i don't know i thought it was i like it yeah but it starts off with, um, I believe it's Jack. No, it's just like... Um, it's him doing an interview. Yeah. He's doing the interview at the Overlook. He's meeting with like the... Uh, Mr. Ullman. Yeah, he's, what is he, like in charge? He's Yeah, he's in charge he, of the hotel. The hotel. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. I don't know, for some reason that guy just like... I want to be that guy's friend. Nobody liked him in the book. <laughs> like no, everybody okay, hated okay, him. Okay, Even okay. Jack, like he would have like all these thoughts like... This motherfucker. Well, in the in the movie, no, we were talking and about, even in I the movie, him. even in the movie He's that that one guy, no, 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 that one guy, the he was there. I don't know why the fuck he was there. Like he didn't really talk. All around? Yeah. Okay. Well, he didn't like him either. Because because whenever he was like telling him, "Oh hey, can you um you know get Jack stuff or help him?" and he's like, "Fine," and that's all you got out of him, like fine. Whatever. Well, he comes off okay. Well, if he's talking like that, he comes off like a like a dick too. Because there's a reason why, though, and that, that's why even in the movie they don't go into detail as to what's going on really. Not everybody's read the books. Well, if you haven't read the book, I'm here to fucking tell you what happens. <laughs> I think. Uh, anyways, uh, the guy's character, I, I liked it. I thought he was a. Uh, he came off really likable to me for some reason. I know this has nothing to do with the movie, but I don't know. You want to be his friend? Yeah. I. I mean, is he alive? Do you want to contact him? Or <laughs> if you're listening, you know, hit, hit me up on Instagram. Oh, okay. Call us monster. Um, but even in the interview, they tell him, like, that there was a murder there, and <clears throat> they ask him if he still wants a job, 
and he asked, you know, what what had happened. He kind of plays it off like whatever, huh? Like yeah. it didn't really hit him. Like, oh damn, like that happened here. Like yeah, he, he has his face like like fuck yeah, like oh yeah, all right. He was like, yeah, I'm still I'm still good to roll, yeah. Like hella optimistic about it. And it's five months that they're there, huh? Yeah. It's they're they're gonna be there for five months, and he they tell him like you know this happened here, and he's just like, well that. Like, he's just smiling. And even, I feel like in the beginning, like, he always came off creepy. Yeah. Like, a weird creepy smile and, like, just, he was always, like... I don't know if that's the way that he, they want him to act or that's just his look. I know. He, I, think maybe I it's wonder, just his too. Look. I wonder. I was wondering that, too. I'm like, did that, do they want that or is that just the way that he is? I think, uh, yeah, no, he does come off kind of... Like, like, uncomfortable. Like, if you would be, like, if you would see him, like, you'd be, I would feel uncomfortable. I don't know. Like, if I were to see you walk into the, the house and you have, like, this huge smile, I'd, I'd feel good. If I saw him walking with a huge smile, I'd be, oh, fuck, no. I'd be terrified. <laughs> I think it's just the way that his natural smile is. That's why it looks like that, like, all creepy. Yeah, and his eyebrows, too. They're all fucking, like, a camel. What? Yeah, you haven't noticed? A camel? Yeah, like, all, like, a... No, I didn't hump. notice that. No. Yeah, Oh, well, yeah, he gets the interview, and they tell him about it, and they're like, oh, how do you think your uh, your wife and child will be? And he's like, oh, they'll they'll love it. My wife, she's into that stuff. She's a horror fanatic. She'll love it. But, yeah, so, uh, and then it cuts to um, uh, the nurse. No, what is she? She's a, a, the pediatrician? Oh, yeah, because he had an episode, because yeah. he was brushing his teeth, and he was asking... Danny, Danny had an episode. He was asking, um, what's the friend's name? Um, Tony. He was asking Tony, like, why don't you want to go to the hotel? And okay. if those, for those who don't know who Tony is, Tony is um, uh, Danny's imaginary friend that lives inside of his mouth. Which, which will be doesn't sound right. And <laughs> the first, <laughs> and the first time that, like, I not the first time, but like when I watched the movie again, I was like, what does that even mean? Like, was Jack sexually abusing him? Was he doing like all these crazy things? And I would even like go on YouTube and it would see all these like theories of that supposedly that's what was going on, but it's not. It's not even. It's not even close to that. Yeah, uh, I've, I've looked into it too. But he has an episode, and he like, you know, it doesn't even show that either. It doesn't really show him like going through that episode. You just see him in the bed, and you see the pediatrician, you know, looking at him, and that's when she asks Wendy. What's, you know, what's happened with him? Like, has anything really bad happened to him? And that's what she tells him about the dislocation of his shoulder. And she uh, mentions that he was drinking, right? Oh, yeah. he. T- she talks about him. Uh, she And then the thing that she was probably, like, excited about was because she was smiling. And she was like, but, you know, a good thing came out of it because... Um, he said he would never touch drink anymore and it's been five months since he's been sober and blah, blah, blah. But um, can I say something about the book, though? <laughs> no. For real, though. Go ahead. Fine. In the book, it shows you way more into detail about his drinking. So I kind of, I hope that they remake this movie just so that they have more. They did remake this movie. No. Yes. The Shining? They did. Yes, they did. Wow. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? I haven't, I seen, it. haven't seen it either. But I mean, we should check it out then. Because I feel like... I think it... Uh, I feel what, like, the, like, like, like in Jack's story, like he, he had like a, an abusive dad and he was an alcoholic. And I remember reading in the book that he was talking about they were having dinner 
and his dad came and he was drunk and he was just in a bad mood and he was kind of he wanted to beat up his wife and he grabbed her and they were sitting down the table and he grabbed her pushed her head down just like keep smashing her face in with like he had a cane and they were all there all the kids were there and like him he was smallest and like he would just like remember what his dad was like and he would remember him saying oh you need your medicine you need your medicine like saying they're gonna get a beating and i feel like in this movie like they didn't really like it was just jack being weird and then he had like he went to the to the bar and then he started drinking again it doesn't give you like a like a good story of his life well i mean the movie's already two and a half hours it doesn't feel like it though no no the pacing's pretty good on it I'll give it that. It, it, it does not feel like a two and a half hour movie. It feels like an hour and a half. That's how good it is. It keeps you interested. What happened next? So then after the after the whole doctor saying the pediatrician, um, it cuts to um, Danny and the family. They're all they're all heading to the Overlook. They're all driving out there. Oh, it's the Dahmer party. Yeah, they asked about the Dahmer party. Well, who, who brings it up? Um, oh, the wife, right? Danny. No, the wife, she's like, oh, hey, Jack, isn't this where the, the Dahmer party happened? He's like, oh, yeah. No, it was more west in the Sierras. And then that's when... um. Danny was asking what cannibalism was. No, he asked about what's the Dahmer party. He's all telling him, oh, you know, they had to eat the, each other to survive. He's like, do you know what that is? He's like, yeah, I watched it on the TV. I know what cannibalism is. Oh, yeah. And then Jack's like, you hear that? He saw it on the television. (laughs) I remember when you told Michael that story. He was scared for like five days. Are we going to have food? Are we going to have meat? Are we going (laughs) to... We'll always have meat as long as we have somebody around. Oh my God. And even then, like even when they're in the park, even when they're in the car and they're driving up, Danny, you know, he he kind of goes up to them. You know, he kind of unbuckles himself. I don't know what the fuck. And he's, like, telling them, like, oh, I'm hungry. And you can just tell, like, Jack is so annoyed by everybody. Like, and that's one thing they did mention in the books is that he was always, like, in his mind, he was always talking crap. Like, if Wendy was telling him something and being sweet to him, like, in his mind, he would be cussing her out. Like, you fucking... Um, bitch or whatever and but he wouldn't he wouldn't show that so after we get to the overlook so when we get to the overlook i'm sorry is when we are introduced to um dick holleran the the cook the cook right so you were talking about how you didn't like his character that his character was creepy oh yeah um i didn't like i thought he came off like a fucking Sexual predator. What? Sexual predator? I didn't get that. Well, at first. What do you mean? Well, how it, when he was asking for <laughs> You're the... just making shit up. No, no. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, he did come off creepy. He like, came off creepy, yeah. He, he was creepy. a good guy, but he comes off like, is this a good guy or is this a bad guy? Like, he was creepy. And it was creepy when he was telling Wendy, like... Oh, here's where we keep all the snacks, all the cookies, all the crackers or whatever. And he is talking to her. At the same time that he's talking to her, he's in Danny's mind. He's like, you want some ice cream, Doc? He he has the same powers (laughs) that Danny has. So he's able to talk to his mom physically 
but telepathically he's also communicating with Danny. So it was a little creepy, you know, he's like He's like, You want some ice cream, Doc? And he's just standing there like, What the fuck? That's what's creepy, you know, an old man hitting up a little kid like And that? even then when they close the door and they're you know, they're done in the kitchen, she's like, Oh, how do you know we call him Doc? And he was like, oh, I think I heard you say it. She's like, no. She's like, not, not since I was in front of you. I haven't called him that. And he was like, well, I don't know. He just looks like a doc to me. And then, like, I think that's when he's, he starts kind of talking to Danny whenever Wendy leaves. When she leaves to see the apartment with Jack. And he tells Danny about The Shining. And he's like, you know, I have it too. He's like, I thought I was the only one. He's like, but I've been, I've met plenty of people like us. He's like, I bet you thought you were the only one. And even then, Danny's not even talking. Like, he doesn't even talk. Yeah. And he was like, why don't you want to talk about it? Why don't you want to, you know, say how you feel or what your powers are? And in the book, Danny... For the, viewer, for the viewers, for the people who are listening, <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes every single time she says, and in the book, in the book, I roll my eyes real hard. <laughs> You're just a hater. It's good. You should read it. If not, then listen to what I have to say. God. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but in the book, he tells him, like, hey, he, he asks him to give off the shining to him. He's like, why don't you go ahead and try it? He's like, talk to me. You know, tell me something. And Danny doesn't want to. And um, Hollerin was like, oh, you know, he started talking to him, like, telepathically. And... Danny, no, he asks him, he's like, just yell. Just yell as hard as you can, see if I can hear you. And so he yells, and it makes uh, Dick, like, fall over, and, like, he has, like, a big old headache. He's like, damn, he's like, you're stronger than I am. He's like, you have a bit, like, a, a bigger shining than I do. And in the books, he would mostly talk about the smell of oranges, and that's how he knew something, like, was wrong. Ooh. Dick. Dick. Mm-hmm. He would smell oranges when you used he would smell wrong. oranges. Yeah. Um, when Danny when Danny did it, like you know, to to Dick, like he he was well. I'm just trying to say, da- uh, Danny was stronger than Dick. I think after uh, after the whole introduction of Dick and they get the tour of the hotel, I think it's when they it's everybody's gone and it's just them. Well, at least nothing important happened after that. They go into the into the apartment and they're looking at their apartment and he's explaining to him like oh yeah you can you know this is your place you have a room for danny you have a bathroom you have a kitchen and he's like if you want to spread out to the rest of the hotel then you're welcome to do so even when he's doing that jack looks hella fucking creepy like he's just standing there he's like yeah it's a real cozy yeah yeah." (laughs) he's like yeah perfect awesome Okay, so then after that is when everybody's gone, right? It's like fast forward to when it's just them. It's a month later, yeah. yeah. And he's typing. He's trying to write a story because... Oh, oh no, and no, I on. also want to tell you what Wait. happened in the book. You're going too far ahead. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No. Because when it jumps forward, it starts off with him getting breakfast. Who cares? No, I care because okay. to me, that was the, the first time that I noticed that the whole movie... Where he seemed like a genuinely nice, nice guy. Yeah, like yeah. it's the only time where you feel like, hey, you know what, this guy's not that bad. That looks- Wendy bitch, you want to take me for a walk, honey? What are you, a dog? <laughs> <laughs> take me for a walk, hun. <laughs> bitch, walk yourself. That's fucked up, dude. I'm just saying, I would never ask you, hey, take me for a walk, babe. 
the fuck? This is the olden times. Right? I don't care. Well, I couldn't go out with that at least. Oh. Okay, but um, <laughs> she makes some breakfast. I wake up hella late. Like, it's like 11.30. And you can tell they're having fun. And up to the point when he's like, no, I can't take you for a walk. I need to start, you know, writing. Because let me explain to you why. Because oh, okay. he's, right? he's out of work. He doesn't work. And he got lucky that he got that job. That's why he stressed it so much to be like, you, you want to leave? You want to leave the hotel? You know what's going to happen? Because he got fired. He was a teacher. And he got fired because he um, he hit some student. And he, you know, he beat him pretty bad. And he got fired. And he, was, he wasn't allowed to teach anymore. So he got this job. And he's like, well, I'm lucky because I want to be a writer. And even then, like... It doesn't even show you in the movies that he um, he's written little stories before or whatever. And he's trying to get ideas. And he's so mad because, you know, he gets frustrated. And he's like, I need to do something with my life. I need to, you know, like, and I guess that's what kind of, I'm not going to say I'm understanding. But that's probably why he was so pissed off. Because he was out of work. He's he had frustrated a frustrated that he feels like he's not doing anything with his life. Yeah, and he had to, you know, provide for his wife and for his kid. And he's like, what the fuck are we going to do if we leave here? Like, do you understand that we don't have money? Like, you know, from that, that's what it came from my side after understanding everything that I read. And when he's trying to figure out, like when she's telling him in the morning, oh, you know, do you have any ideas about your writing? And he's like, none. (laughs) He's like, none of them are good. And she's like, she's like, oh, you'll figure something out. And he's getting annoyed of her. He's like, fucking dumb bitch. But when she goes in there and he's like typing and he cusses her out, fuck. No, you know, I, think funny. I think it's hella funny when um, it's. I think it's that same part where she asks him, like, oh, let's go ahead and do something. And he's like, oh, I got to type. And he's just fucking playing her with some fucking tennis ball, throwing it around the whole Oh, time. yeah, dude. I was thinking he's going to break like a, he, like a one of those lights. I was like, he's going to break something. I thought like that's everybody right now, fucking bored out of their minds, stuck at home. Oh, God. I know. I thought, it was fu- I thought it was funny. This motherfucker is just playing with a tennis ball. Nah, I got work to do. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throw this tennis ball around. But um, I want to also say in that part where he's typing and she walks in, there's also a part. I haven't seen the remake, so I need to watch that. Um, in the book, they talk about him wandering off. Like he's like he has like obviously he has a drinking problem. And since he couldn't drink in the hotel, he had a rag. I don't know what the rag meant in the book, but he would always wipe his lips with it. He would always, like, rub him with the bandana. And he got desperate, and he was looking around in the hotel, and he found a scrapbook full of information of the hotel. And it was a bunch of, like, I think somebody got killed in their apartment that they're at. I think they it was... in the scrapbook? Yeah, it was information about what happened in the hotel. So it was, like, newspaper articles and shit. Oh. And um, somebody was killed in the apartment they were living at. And um, there were, like, prostitutes. Like, they, there were, like, mafia people. Like, there was so much stuff that happened in the hotel that he was like, what the fuck? He's like, how come none of this is out? How come we don't know any of this stuff? And he was I'm going to write about it. And he's I'm going to write about this hotel. And I noticed today when I watched the movie, he had a book full of pictures and stuff and he was writing and that's when wendy came in and he got hella mad and he was like do you hear me typing in here oh yeah <laughs> he's so mean like what well, damn my god 
<laughs> and she just stands there like a dumbass, like, okay, okay, fine. Like, you're, I don't know, I couldn't stand her. Like, I would not, Are I mean. Are you really sympathizing with this guy right now? No, I'm just saying I can't stand her. Like, I would be like, what the, I would have snapped back. And she's just like. Oh, okay. She's just like, okay, yes, yes, honey. Like, I would, like, it's just, I don't know, I, I couldn't stand it. Like, yeah, I get it, he was a dick. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> How he told her to get the fuck out of here? Yeah, so why don't you start and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> I know, I feel bad for but her. But that's the thing about the actress. I mean, like, I believe it. You know, like, I feel for her. She's so... And it, her story, too, is fucking sad. Because she didn't have anybody. Like, her mom, she didn't, ha- she didn't have anybody. Like, her mom didn't like her. Um, Her mom was... She was just not a good person towards her. And I feel they didn't show that part of her, too. Like, they should... I know it was already a long movie, but I feel like if you put more information into it, you connect with the characters more, and you're like, oh, that's why. Like, that's why they're like that. Or that's... But you also gotta remember, this isn't that book. I understand. I just feel that's why like they should have... was... Stephen King was so pissed off. Shut the fuck up! Oh Stephon King! <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Just kidding. But her story was sad because, you know, she she came off as really helpless. Like, really, like, she had nobody. And that's why she would kind of let him treat her like shit. Because where else was she gonna go? Yeah. Okay, well then, can you blame her knowing that? No, I mean, that's why I do feel bad. Like, it, now, you know, but before, if I wouldn't read the book, I'm like, this dumb bitch is retarded. Like, yeah. why? Okay, so after that, I think it's when it shows um, Danny kind of wandering the halls, right? Oh, he's on his bike. And I think that's one of my favorite scenes, when he's on his bike and he's riding around. I don't know why I feel more, like, at, how do you call it? Like, more intense. Like, it's like more intense, like, watching a little boy just riding around his bike with that fucking music on. Oh, and yeah. then he stumbles on room 237. And he doesn't go in. Oh, yeah. When is it that he sees the girls? He saw the girls earlier, right? He saw the girls when he was there um, with um, Dick. But he was in the playroom. Yeah. And he was in the playroom. He was throwing darts. And the two little girls, you know, he sensed them there. So he turned around and they were there. And Dick told him, like, not to be afraid, right? Because he's like, oh, they're like pictures in a book. They don't, they're not real. Yeah, they can't right? hurt you. That's why I don't... He's not tripping as much as he should. That was before he talked to Dick, though. Yeah. But even... I think that's why he kind of walked into that room. Like, you know, yeah, towards the end. Because he, rem- he, rem- he remembered Dick saying, nothing can hurt you here. And um, that's why he, when he was... I think the door was already open and the lights were open. That's why he went in, no? He went in looking for his mom. No. He thought his yet. mom... That didn't happen yet. No, but eventually when yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of the ball, right? It kind of he found that tennis ball. He found the tennis ball. Yeah, yeah. he was calling and out for his mom. Led him into the, the room. But um, you know, Danny doesn't go into the room into two thirty seven until later on in the movie. Um, but I also want to, you know, for those who haven't read the book, I also want to just throw it out there. There was little stories that um, were in the book, like the blue bearded man. I think he was a blue bearded man. But he had, like, a bunch of ex-wives that, you know, he was married a bunch of times. And to not 
fucking tell you the whole story. It was just basically, you know, he would tell his current wife, like, don't go into the room. Like, don't go into a certain room in the house. That's all you have to do is just don't go in there. And she never went in there until one day she got the urge of like, fuck, I want to go in there. Like, what's in there? And she opened the door and all of his five wives that he had before, they were all beheaded. And, you know, he gets home and he's like, I fucking told you not to go into that room. Now I have to kill you too. And so whenever Danny is riding around and he has the urge to go into 237, he doesn't because he remembers that story. And there's... Who told him that story? I don't know who told him that story, but it was a story in the book. And he's remembering, like, the story of what happened. And I'm like, in, in my head, I'm like, damn, that's a fucking fucked up story to tell a kid, like beheaded wives so was it implying that all those other wives looked into the room and that's why they were beheaded that's why yeah oh so he's riding around and then it's mostly just like a them just kind of being around the hotel really because i it's it's she's um, like reading no, no she goes out with danny and they're playing in the snow and, then and he's when, hella weird just looking outside, like, just staring at them, like, hella fucking, yeah. like, And then it looks like he's gonna drool. Honestly, I was waiting for the drool to come out of his mouth, like, oh, my God, it. Ah, oh, that was creepy, though. Like, yeah. he was just standing there, like, like a creep. You gotta commend him, though. I mean, he really, that, honestly, the way, they played those characters really well. Him and um, Wendy, or Lacey Duvall. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they really nailed nailed the roles. But anyways, doesn't he go walking around? That's when he ends up going to the bar, and he talks to Lloyd. Oh yeah, he talks to Lloyd, the barkeep. But he acts like he already knows him, huh? Yeah, like he's like, "Hey, Lloyd, he's been dead." Like it's kind of like something in his brain triggers, like that he's somebody else in the hotel. Yeah, and it's weird because like so. And they keep saying, like, you've always been the caretaker. Like, you've always been here. Like, it implies, like, well, not that specific scene, but they, it implies the movie acts, like, as if he's been a part of the hotel's history from the beginning. So, like, kind of reincarnation or whatever. It feels, it, see, that's what it kind of comes off like. It was always so confusing. Like, even in the end when they show him in the picture 1921, and it's him in the middle of everybody. I know, like and I wish it was explained. Like, some movies, you like the ambiguous ending where you don't know, and it's kind of up to the viewers to, like, kind of give and it Then you have to ending. go on YouTube and be like, what does this mean? What yeah. happened? And in this one, I wish it was explained because it's just motherfuck, you know? I don't know. But anyways, um, I feel like we just skipped the whole movie. No, but we didn't. We just talked about the ending. No, well, we're just having our opinion. We're not saying we're done. I know, I know. But even when he goes and he's, in, you know, he goes to the, to the fucking... He goes to the bar, and that's another thing they could have done, I think, more. They could have showed more of the party because... Um, this isn't the party yet, though, because he goes to the bar multiple times. He goes twice. The first time, it's just him alone. He's standing by the bar, and there's nothing. It's empty, and then all of a sudden, Lloyd appears, and yeah. then he starts talking to him, but it's still empty. But he's just getting a drink, right? Yeah. And then he goes back again, and there's a party. Yeah, he has an argument with um, Lacey, Lucy, Fuck. Wendy, Wendy. What the hell, Lucy, Lacey? L- Lucy Duvall, Lacey Duvall, what's her name? Wendy. But the actress. Okay, well, it's Wendy in the movie. Wendy. He has an argument with her. I feel, Wait, we skipped a whole part. When he get, when 
Danny goes into the room. What? We don't have to go in order. Just we do. <laughs> Danny ends up going to the room because he thinks his mom is in there, and he ends up seeing the twins. Like, oh, come play with us, Danny. Forever and ever and, and ever. And he goes. He goes into the room because he thinks mom's in there. Wendy's walking around the hotel, you know, and then she hears Jack going like screaming and yelling. So um, she rushes to him, and he's like mm-hmm. having like this this nightmare where he butchers her and Danny, and he's freaking out. <laughs> And then uh, Danny shows up, and he has a, a mark. mark on his neck, like he's been choked, he's been strangled, and she's freaking out. And then she thinks Jack did it Cause because he, he just talked to her about having a dream about killing them. No, because he um, dislocated his shoulder, and so she's thinking, you know, you were hard with him before, you beat him before, like you even broke, you know, you dislocated his shoulder. You did, you're doing this again, like you laid his hands, you know, you laid your hands on him again, like it was you again. And he even goes to the bar and he's That's like, he goes to the bar that room. bitch never lets me forget what I did. Yeah. And he's saying like, you know, she's there to blame me again. It has happened like, I don't know how many years ago. And she's saying I did it again to him. And he's like hella mad. And he's drinking. And is that when there's a party? That's when the party's going on. Yeah. But I don't understand what, I don't, I didn't see much of a party in there. What do you mean a party? Yeah, like there were other people. Yeah, there was just like that. Like it was around. like a New Year's Eve, New Year's kind of party looking thing. And so and in the book, people dressed in the twenties. Yeah, like it was nineteen twenties. It was people from then. Yeah, it was people that that were there before. Yes, it wasn't regular people dressed. I didn't say that. Know. People from the nineteen twenties. But um, in the book, they and I also want to go and explain the dog or whatever because in the party. There's uh, important people around. What dog? Um, the guy dressed as a dog giving oh, head to the guy. We haven't got to that part. I'm telling you, in the party, there is. So, in the party, there's this, like, guy. He's, like, wealthy or whatever. And he has this guy dressed as a dog. And it was a costume party. And it was, like, a, a masquerade or whatever. And he has that guy go as a dog. And he's, like, he does whatever I tell him to do. Whatever I tell him to do, he's going to do it. And they would make him bark like a dog. And they would, like, just a weird-ass shit with that guy. And it kind of it kind of goes more... It shows you what that was. Because in the movie, it just shows you, like, a dog giving head to a guy. And it doesn't tell you who is this person, where did they come from, what the hell. Yeah, it always kind of... It came up kind of weird. And it gave you the idea of, like, oh, my God, that was... Um, that's a sign that um, what's his fate? Danny was being sexually abused by his dad, which has nothing to do with that. It's nothing. It just doesn't give you the story of behind of what that was. And in the party, there was a bunch of people, and even Jack. Um, instead of Jack kissing that lady that strangled Danny in the bathroom, he was dancing and kind of getting sexually like aroused by some girl in the party. Like, he was dancing with her. He had, like, a boner. He's like, oh, yeah, she feels my boner against her thigh, and she likes it, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he's, like, it's more going on, like, in the party. Like, it, it like stuff that pops up in the movie. It all like, happens at the party. It all happens there. So he goes to he goes to the bar, and then that's when we meet Grady the, what, what does it do, actually? Grady. Grady, yeah. He meets Grady at the bar. Oh, Grady was the caretaker that was there before no, that no, butcher. No, no, not, not him. Not because they have the same name. Not the caretaker from before. The the guy that tells Jack like, "Hey, you know what? My wife and my daughters did some shit, 
you know, my she my daughter wanted to burn the the hotel. Yeah, that was the caretaker. And I had to say, but not in the movie. No, but he was the caretaker before. Not in he, the movie. In the movie, he's saying he wasn't him. He's like, no, Jack, I'm not who you think. He was You've confused. Always been the yeah, caretaker. but he was confused because Jack was like, no, I saw your picture. I saw your picture in the newspaper. He's like, you butchered your wife and kids, and then you shot yourself. And then that's when he was like, no, but it was. He doesn't think that he is because they're in a different time zone. They're in a different, they're like in a different lifetime. In his mentality, in his lifetime, he has never been the caretaker. But in real life, he did butcher his daughters and his wife. So, well, anyways, that's the part that we're at. And then that's when he tells him, you know, your son's planning on bringing some outside help. What are you going to do about it? And that part kind of bothered me. Why? There's a part when he was like, yeah, he's going to bring somebody. You know, um, the head chef or the head cook. And then he's like, oh, the... And then he says the N-word. Mm-hmm. Why? Does that mean... Well, because of, these people are being controlled by... Or these apparitions, ghosts, whatever, are being controlled by the hotel. Right? Mm-hmm. That That's what the movie is. So what does that say about the hotel? The hotel racist? Why does it need to say that? It's the fucking 20s. It's, an, it's To them, it's the 1920s. So they are racist. No, 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 no. But the hotel does whatever it needs to do to get whatever it wants done right or the the ghost whatever that's controlling the ghost that the ghost is it wants jack to do something it wants jack to kill yeah so the hotel is acting in a way so it it does what it needs to it says what it needs to to get whatever it wants done so why does he say that to jack does that mean jack's a racist oh because he has to tell him yeah but he doesn't seem bothered by it he says it twice he's like like implying he says it, uh, Grady says it, and then Jack repeats it. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too much into it, but honestly, it kind of took me out. Like, oh, I don't think this was necessary. Yeah, I guess. After that, then um, he goes walking. Wait, doesn't he go walking around? No, he tells him he's going to take care of it. He tells him, hey, I'll take care of it. I'll, um, you know, I'll put him in line. And then he... What happens after that? After that, no, after that, Wendy goes looking. She No, she gets woken up. Right? No, 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 no. After that, Wendy's looking for Jack. Like, oh, hey, you know, there was a crazy woman. You know, she was like, oh, you didn't do it. It wasn't you. It was a crazy person in the in room 237. She strangled daddy. <laughs> and then he goes like, oh, go check it out. Right? And then Obviously, he... he's super annoyed with her the way he's, he's like just acting. I know. So he goes, and it's kind of giving you a tour of the room, like the camera, and then he walks up to the bathroom, and then he sees, like, a naked chick walk out, this, like, young girl. And instead of being like, okay, he knows by what Wendy told him, like, hey, a woman strangled our son. That's what Danny says. He sees a woman in that room, and he does not question her. He doesn't attack her. He's like, hey, oh, oh, what's going on here? He knows he's supposed to be looking for a woman that hurt his and son. And so he's like turned on by her. Yeah. And honestly, that like that kind of tells you who he is. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that. So he goes in there and there's the naked girl. And he's like going up to her. And I, they think they start kissing. And he looks in the mirror and it's like the body of an old lady. Like just decaying. It's like rotting. It's disgusting. 
and he's like kind of freaked out by it and he starts like backing away and she's just laughing and then you see um it kind of cuts to danny at the same time while this is happening and he's kind of screaming you don't hear his scream but he, he you can see him screaming his eyes are open wide and his mouth and he keeps cutting back to the, um jack with the naked lady and then it cuts back to to danny screaming and it goes back and forth and i don't understand that as it does it mean that danny can see what's happening yeah that's his shining he th- like he could hear everything like he could hear his mo- his mom's thoughts and he could hear his mom his he could hear his mom and his dad's thoughts okay so then after that happens jack goes to wendy and he's like oh hey you know i didn't see anything and then i think danny hears him and it kind of bothers him right yeah because he knows that he's lying. He knows his dad wants to kill them. He knows already. That's why he's like kind of hiding out and he doesn't want to go like near his dad. He's just he's just asleep. Um, that's one thing they also explain more in the detail about Danny in the book is that he can hear his mom thinking that she wants to divorce his dad. She hears she I mean, he hears her like, oh, I want to divorce him. I want to leave him. And then he hears his dad's thoughts like, oh, my God, like, don't leave me. Like, I'll change, please. Like, I'll stop. And in the movie, they don't really tell you that Danny can hear anything. It just shows him kind of seeing stuff. I feel like they leave it up to the viewer to figure it out. Yeah. Like I had a, I mean, I had a guess like when it showed him looking or when it showed the camera cutting back to Danny and Jack. While they, he was in the room 237, I, I feel like, does that mean that Danny can see what's happening and hear what's happening? He can hear what's happening. But he, he can't hears, see? I don't know if he can see. In the book, it didn't say he could see. In the in the book, is that he could hear everything. He could sense what they're feeling. He can hear their thoughts. He gets into their brains. And he can hear what they're thinking. So then after all that happened, so Jack tells um Wendy, like, oh, hey, you know, nothing was there. The room was empty. I think, I think uh, Danny did it to himself, <laughs> and I thought that was kind of fucked up because Danny can hear. Yeah, he's like, I think Danny did it to himself. You know, he's hurting himself. And then Wendy's like, "Well, I think we should go. We should go get help. We should leave as soon as possible. We need to." Because he tells Danny. her. Because he tells her, "Didn't he have an episode before you came? Before you came here, you know, <clears> like <throat> he had like a like a mental breakdown." And she's like, "Yeah, you know, but." Why would he do it to himself? And he's like, maybe he's taking it to an extreme. Maybe he, you know, he was in an episode and he did it to himself. You know, what else? How else could you describe what happened to him? So then, then that's when Jack gets mad because Wendy's like, well, then we should leave. We should go get him some help. We should leave as soon as possible. And Jack's like, why are you doing this to me? Like, I'm, I'm trying to do something here and you're trying to fuck it up for me. Like, I'm trying to take care of this hotel. I'm trying to write a book. And he just gets pissed off with her. And then he leaves, right? He leaves. And I don't know where he goes after that. I don't remember. Um, he went to look at all the, like the, like the cat or whatever. The snow cat. What do you call those? The snow oh, cat? Oh, the, the, yeah. The thing snow to get cat. out of the snow. Yeah. yeah. So he went to fuck it up. Because um, what it didn't show you also in the fucking movie is that when Grady is telling him, he's like, you know, your wife is thinking about leaving, right? He's like, your wife is thinking about doing this. Yeah, and Danny is going to bring somebody for help. He's well, calling. He that. He's like, call, he's like, he's calling him to come over here and, you know, all this stuff. So then Jack goes and he cuts off the radio and he fucks up the car so that she doesn't leave. When she's in the room, she's thinking, what do I do? What do I do? You know, I'm going to tell him I'm going to leave. 
I'm going to tell him I'm taking Danny with me. And if he wants to come, he could come. If not, he can stay. And that's what she's like talking to herself. And she's like, I'm just going to tell him I'm going to leave. And when she goes to find him, he's just lost his shit. And he's like telling her like he's in a killer. He's going to no. bash her brains he go- in. No, hold on. He She goes looking for him at that main, the main room where it's usually like it shows him on the, with the typewriter. And she's going through his work all the time he's been he's been spending on the typewriter, <laughs> and it's just him writing the same thing over and over and. And she's over just again. flipping the pages, like, dude, just stop! Like, she's just like, <gasps> let's say oh every, he's had like I don't know, maybe a hundred, two hundred pages, and it's all work and thing. no play makes Jack a dull boy. And then she's like <laughs> freaking out, going through the pages of it, saying that, and then that's when um, <laughs> that's when Jack shows up, like. Do you like it? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Is it good? It, I thought that part was hella funny. No, but that's when he does tell her, like, I'm going to fucking, you know. No, that like, was the funniest part, too. When he's, like, walking up to her, like, uh, talking all this shit to her. And she's going up the stairs with the bat. And he's following her. like. Oh, uh, which, by the way, I hate the way she was holding the bat. She looks so retarded. She's, she's like, like, bitch, get your shit together. You have okay, your kid. That's her character you have to accept. Oh, I just couldn't stand it. If she was a different character, you might have not have liked the movie as much <laughs> as you did. But he was like, honey, no, let me explain. I, I didn't mean that. I didn't say I want to hurt you. I said I want to bash your fucking brains in and something oh, like that. He's like, Wendy, light of my light. Honey, dear. <laughs> Baby, hold on. You didn't, you didn't listen to what I had to say. I said was, I wasn't going to hurt you. I'm going to bash your fucking brains in. <laughs> and she's just like, get away. Oh, my, I just hated her act. I mean, she was a good actor or whatever, but I just hated her character. I can't stand it. And even in the book, like, I'm going to tell you, in that in that scene right there, um, he actually fucking, he has a, a mallet. And he fucking fucks her up. And he, like, hits her in the stomach, blows her fucking air out, hits her leg. Like, he, like she's bleeding everywhere. And she has a knife instead of a bat. So she jams the knife in the back of his, you know, in, in his back. And that's when he kind of, you know, he he stops or whatever. And I just feel like they could have made it, not gory, but they could have made it at least more. I mean, it's already intense. But I feel like they, like if they read the book and if they were like, oh shit, this is a good story, let's do it. Why didn't they put that in there? Like, actually fuck her up and give her a fighting back role. Because in the book, she she was like stronger. And I feel like in the movie, she was more like, oh, oh my god, no. Like, she was more of a helpless little bitch. And I didn't like that. Even before reading the book. And now that I read the book, I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't you, why didn't you? I feel like Stephen King. I feel him I, now. <laughs> I think you have to look at the movie and the book as two separate things. I don't yeah, know. It's the same story, but you got to look at it separately. Because I still think The Shining is a really good movie. It's a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad and movie. I, I just feel I like it could have been better. I don't feel... I'm fine with the way that she played her role. The character. Uh, I can't. I feel like it fit the movie. If it was a movie that was more towards I, the actual story, the way it's supposed to be, then yeah, I'm sure you... I feel more like that. her character is more like how the women were back then. How they were more like... Uh, they wouldn't work. They were more like housewives. They couldn't talk back. They couldn't do much. They couldn't... I don't think so. I think that's just a person... like The way you described her, her background is just... That's how people are. 
Maybe. The way you described her background that was in the book. That she was just yeah, but even then, she, even then in the book, she still was a okay. stronger role. Like she had a stronger character. But not everybody turns out that way. Some people turn out differently, and I, I can just see didn't how like it. Would turn out the way I don't like is. it. I felt, I felt like, man, if that was me, and if you but know, it's not you. The movie's <laughs> done, and it's been done for like forty years. Get over it. Like I just have the mentality of like, oh my god, like if that was me, I would get my shit together, knock this motherfucker out, and take my kid. Like if she's really thinking about Danny, like oh. Oh my god you know i'm gonna get my kid instead of like what do i do oh my god get away from me like come on dude like get your shit together hold on a second i'm sorry we're ranting <laughs> so she she ends up clocking fucking jack in the face oh and he falls off the step the stairs and she He's somehow like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay this woman's like a hundred pounds skinny as hell tiny and she manages to drag him all the way to the freezer i don't yeah. know how that happens but she manages to take him to the freezer she locks him in there and then she tells him oh you know i'm gonna take uh danny with me we're gonna go oh my god and he's like wendy baby i need a doctor <laughs> you hurt me real bad and he's like oh i got a real surprise for you no he's like you hurt me real bad i i need a doctor you know like and he's like laughing and he's like is she buying it is she buying it oh that was so evil that's so evil like i'm just like in that scene i was like fuck this guy is a really bad guy like he's trying to get her to feel bad for hitting him in the head because he's threatening to kill her you know and i'm just like this guy's fucked up and then she's like no well i'll you know i'll go i'm leaving i'll get a doctor when i come back and he's just like going crazier telling her to open the fucking door and um what happens after that i don't remember that's when she's like no i'm gonna go i'm gonna get some help and he's like oh well i got a surprise for you and then Um, that's when he's like go check the he's like go check it out (laughs) go check the snowmobile or whatever it is and go check the the radio you know and then he's like laughing he's like go check it out so she goes and she realizes that he took he um he fucked up the the snowmobile and he messed with the radio so she can't communicate with anybody. And then uh, I believe Grady shows up. Yeah. And he tells him, like, damn, your wife got to you. Like, you know, he's like, yeah, you're not as strong as we thought you were. And um, he's telling, he's like kind of amping him up more and getting him pissed off more. And he's like, just open the fucking door, you know, don't rub it in and I'll fix it. And that's when he lets him out. So he lets him out and he's looking for them. Wendy wakes up. Because she ends up passing out for some reason. I don't I don't know why. She passes out and she's woken up by Danny um, yelling Red Rum. Well, I'm sorry. It's Tony, right? Danny. Oh, well, Tony took over. Tony took over Danny's body. Was it Tony? Yeah. Mm. And he's like yelling Red Rum, Red Rum, you know, trying to warn her or something to wake up. Like, mm-hmm. So she wakes up and um, Jack's trying to come in and he's... Um, Oh, when she looks in the mirror, though, when he writes it, he writes it in her red lipstick. He writes red rum, and she wakes up, and she hugs him, and she's like, what's going on? And she looks in the mirror, and backwards, red rum is spelled out murder. And that's when Jack comes in, and she's like, everything is just kind of more, it gets more intense. And he's, like, trying to break in. Did he already have that limp? Yeah, because she pushed him down the stairs. Whenever she hit him in the head, and he fell down the stairs... He had hurt himself. Yeah. I don't know, but for some reason, the way that he walks is just so... It's more, like, creepy, no? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it didn't need to happen, but I'm glad that he had that limp. 
and then so he's like trying to get in he has the axe and he's like trying to break through and she's panicking they go to the bathroom and lock themselves in and she opens the small window she can't fit through but she manages to get danny through so danny gets out and she keeps trying to get out but she doesn't fit Oh yeah, it's just it's so ridiculous. He's just dragging my bitch ain't gonna fit. But you know what I liked about that scene is how um just the camera, the way that it follows the axe as he's bashing as he takes every swing to the door, mm-hmm. the camera moves with the axe and it follows it like just precisely. And I don't know, I, I feel just like I that's a re- that. I feel like that's a really good scene whenever he's like, you know, when he breaks the bathroom door and she that's one thing I did like about her is that she can like her face and like she was so helpless like i'm gonna fucking die like this is it like i'm like she just has like a little like a little knife and he's like peeking through and she's like screaming and like i feel like her screaming and like her like that scene right there i feel like that's a really good scene it's believable yeah that that seems real and especially jack i feel like jack i feel like if it wasn't with jack it wouldn't be as strong as it was yeah honestly i i I can't I can't say this enough, but both of them together, I think they just, they're just really good together, the, them playing those characters. But after, um, so he's trying to get in, but then Dick shows up, right? Oh, they hear the um, snow, the snowmobile or whatever, snow cat, or whatever snow the plow, hell. whatever it is. Um, they hear it, and Jack is, you know, he leaves to go, to go downstairs and to find whoever, you know, is coming. He already knows it's going to be Dick. And he kills him off. I feel so... Hon- okay, the first time I watched this, I was so pissed off at this part. Because you give Dick... Okay, we didn't talk about this, but there's a, there's a part in the, in the movie. It takes like four or five minutes of it. Where it's just Dick traveling back from Florida from his vacation in, um, to the Overlook Hotel. And it bothered me because you spend five minutes with this guy traveling, which you don't really need. <laughs> and he finally shows up and immediately, immediately, once he steps inside <laughs> the Overlook Hotel, he takes a fucking axe to the chest. Oh. He show it's like, I, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, this guy just showed up to die. <laughs> he showed up to have like, all right, let's get a kill in here. This motherfucker right here. But it was kind of like more, to me, the more I think about the, it. It had to be the black guy, dude. <laughs> he had to go. <laughs> It's like the only reason I think that he really was brought back as far as the movie. I don't know about the book, but in the movie, it's like to bring um, a way for um, Wendy and Danny to get back because he brought a a new vehicle for them to escape. So once he brought it, okay, well, my part of this movie is done. I got to go. And where's the axe? Right in his chest. Poor guy. He was a nice guy. In the book, I haven't read. I haven't. I haven't read it all. I mean, I'm towards the end. Wow. I'm towards the end. I just wanted to do it already, but uh, towards the. I'm towards the end where um where he shows up, where you know there um Wendy's in the bathroom, and um Jack is hitting the the hammer to the door and he breaks it, and Halloran 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 <laughs> Halloran gets there, but that's where I stopped reading. So anyways, Halloran dies, and Jack decides to go look for Danny. No, he hears Danny scream, because Danny saw that Jack oh, right, killed. Right. Yeah, he hears him scream, and he's like, ah, you little bitch, you're down here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, you know, he goes, and he's like, Danny, 
And Danny, where does he go? He's like running around and eventually he makes his way out to the the hedge maze. Is it the hedge maze? Eventually he makes his way outside of the hotel. And that's when um, Wendy gets out of the bathroom and she's like, you know, going upstairs or going downstairs. And that's where she sees the dog. Oh, yeah. She's looking for them. She's looking for Danny. And she goes. She up hears the party. She hears the people in the party. Mm-hmm. And then she she ends up seeing a room like in the distance, and there's like a dude getting a blowjob by this guy in like a dog costume. It's fucking weird. Which I explained earlier. Yeah, and you know what? what? Now that you explain it, like it makes sense. And I feel like I don't know. Everybody, every video uh, videos I've seen on YouTube, especially, I guess they've never read the book because to them it's like, oh, then you know what you said about people saying that. Because yeah, I mean that's pretty much what it, what it was. Like they were humiliating that guy, like they were having a party and like you're gonna come as a dog, you're gonna do what I, you're gonna do what I say, and they were telling him to bark during the party, and Jack was just looking over like, what the fuck is going on? That's pretty much what it was. Just the guy humiliating humiliating him. You know, for being, I'm just being an asshole. Yeah. So they end up going to the, well, it cuts to um, Danny and Jack. And Jack's chasing him through the hedge maze outside. There's like this giant maze outside of the hotel. It's snowing. And um, Jack, I guess, doesn't know the maze. But Danny does because he's been through it. And he's chasing him through. Danny ends up tricking Jack, right? He's like, because Jack's following him around with his foot track, his Mm -hmm. footsteps. And, so he starts um, to erase his foot, his footsteps and he jumps or he crawls like to the other side. And so Jack doesn't see any footprints and he's like, where do you go left or right or straight? So he's like, well, he took a guess and he went the wrong way. And that's when Danny booked it and he left and he, you know, he saw his mom and Jack stayed in there lost. And that's when uh, Wendy saw the, the new car from Holleran and they left and Jack was stuck in the maze screaming for them. And he's like, wait, wait. <laughs> and he fucking died. He fucking shows up just hella frozen, looking like crap. I know. Well, I mean, then you get that iconic scene where he's just like frozen, you know, with his eyes open, looking kind of funny. And then people were like, oh, he was frozen. Did he come back? Did he come back to life? I don't think that's how that works. But people on YouTube, I was, like, watching all these stupid videos. People were talking about, like, oh, yeah, what does that mean? And then the picture of him in 1921, they're like, oh, like, what is that? What does that mean? I wish I knew what that meant, though. But in the book, so when I, well, I'm not done with it yet, but what I did notice when I was reading it is that when Wendy was about to get fucked up by the mallet that he had, uh, you know, she looked back and he had, like, this grin and that's the grin that he has in the picture, like a weird grin and like his hair combed back. And like, she's like, was that, she's like, is that you? Or is that, she was confused. She was like, is that really him? And he came up to her and he started like beating her up and trying to kill her. So I feel like a part of him was in that hotel, like maybe another lifetime. Because even in the movie, he does say, like, man, when I got here, it's like I got deja vu. Like, this was crazy deja vu. He's like, I've gotten deja vu before, but he's like, but this shit was real. Like, this was something else. So it kind of tells you, like, he's lived that before. Like, he's been there before. And he was the caretaker there, but I think maybe in a different lifetime, like I said. Yeah, I mean, it's just never explained, and it's not going to be explained, I think. So it leaves it up to us. To you to just make of it whatever you think so how, how so how would you rate this movie 
Uh, from five stars, you what's what? your rate? Five stars? I won't give it five stars. I actually, let me see. I think I rated it on my IMDb. On IMDb, I have a... What was it rated on IMDb? Um, It's got an 8.4 out of 10, which is pretty good. I give it a 7 out of 10, which is, to me, okay, the way that I rate movies, a 5 is just, it was okay, it wasn't bad, it was okay, it was just whatever. Out of 10? Out of 10. So a 7 is pretty good for me, personally. I don't have many 9s and 10s. It's it's very rare to get a nine or ten out of me, but I mean I'll, I'll I mean I'll give it a seven out of ten out of five maybe you know three and a quarter three and a half stars. <laughs> uh, it was good. Uh, I would have to say I don't I, know seven. What I, I really what I really like about it is just visually it looked really good. the The music the music was, was really, really I good. feel like that's what made it more. Yeah, the acting. I feel Jack was a strong. I feel like I like Jack. It w- it wasn't really scary. I don't say I don't want to say it's scary, but it was just like a, a really good movie. Yeah, it, it was intense. Elements. It was intense. It was scary. Like it was like fuck. Like wasn't happening. Yeah, like I felt you know, I felt for the Wendy and Danny, especially Wendy. I think she was just great in that role. I honestly, I think she was probably the better of the two. Oh my god! I'm sorry, Ugh, no, you may not like her character. But the character she played, she played it fucking. No, 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 no. Jack, perfect. Jack is what made the movie. If anybody else would have made his played his role, it wouldn't have been okay, as. But then that good goes back to what was. I was telling you earlier. Both of them together, they just had great. Wendy chemistry. was not. I feel like she was like, uh, like I said, she was just fucking just doing this. <gasps> oh my god! Well, you know what? Oh she god. did that pretty fucking good. Anybody could do that. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Fucking put me in there, then. You know I can't do that. Oh my god! I don't know. I like Jack. And Danny. So those were our thoughts on the movie. Um, overall, we just th- we thought it we we rated it a, a seven, seven out of ten. It's it's a really good movie. You guys should check it out. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If you've seen it, and if you haven't read the book, dude, read it. Uh, read the book if because you like to read, read it. And if you like to read, chances are you've probably already read oh it. Oh my god! If you don't like reading, get a fucking audiobook there and you there that you go. Like good, yep, that's perfect. I would do that. I won't, but I would. <laughs> But uh, for our next one, we're going to do The Invisible Man. It came out. Watch it and then listen to what we have to say about it. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in into this episode of The Shining. Uh, If you have any questions or any comments, you can go ahead and visit us at our um, Instagram page. It's bloody underscore frights. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us up on uh, bloody frights. On Instagram. We should make an email. For what? Now, okay, well, check us out on Bloody Frights, you know, on Instagram, and let us know your comments, what you thought about this episode, what you think we should talk about next, uh, whatever, whatever the hell you want to say. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Tell us we suck. I don't know. Tell us we're good. My wife's the one that really goes on that one, so you guys can, you know, tell her. I'll be okay. (laughs) Bye.